started with a twinge in my little finger, an annoying ant bite type thing to begin with, and then a cold twist in pressure. It was Mother's Day weekend in 2016, and we had just unloaded our camping equipment by the Brunswick River, where it meets the Pacific Ocean in northern New South Wales. You could see our shadows stretching long across the grass as the sun sunk behind us in the Tweed Valley. Mine, my mum's and my dingo's Joey. I slumped comfy and low into a canvas chair to prepare our picnic and uh, laughed with and at my mum as she fought with our tent and the bloody flies. <laughs> Joey was dutifully retrieving her stick sometimes placing it at my feet, mostly just out of reach. I got up and helped Mum, but I was a little bit tired and I was distracted by my little finger. I lay awake that night, aware of the moon and stars, Mum and Joey snoring, and my strange finger. By morning, it had developed a pulse and it was travelling towards my elbow. I rose early with the sun and requested some strength and warmth. With my hand in my pocket, I rushed my mum through a cafe breakfast and I drove home. All I could think about was my bed. But my bed was in a treehouse in a rainforest over an hour away. And it was a difficult journey. But eventually I collapsed in bed amongst the trees. By Monday morning, I awoke with what felt like a storm flood in my blood. The twinge in my finger had now turned to an icy cold river and it was picking up speed as it began to flood my veins and wrap them tightly around the muscles and my bones in my hands and in my left foot. My right foot was all soggy and wet, heavy and numb. Gained its nickname, <laughs> Gumboot. Over the next week in Ballina Hospital, the world began to spin a little too fast. Burning, freezing paralysis of all four limbs. Bed bound and struck down. My smallest dreams deserted me. I couldn't do anything for my physical self. I was visited by my family and particularly wise and soulful women who in their individual ways had reached into my soul and turned on the light in my spine. Something was drumming up a mighty storm inside my body and it was my job to bring in the sun. I was transferred to Ballina Rehab Facility for six weeks to learn how to walk and uh, use my arms again. My physical self and chronic pain and accessing an array of mobility equipment. But my emotional self was flying. Because by this point, I was meditating and visualising my yoga practice and dance patterns throughout every day. Drawing my first picture was not easy. It took weeks. And I painted the sun inside my solar plexus. I meditated so much so that the uh, hospital staff begged me to stop. <laughs> I, was, I was flying out of bed in my sleep and crashing to the floor. 
when I refused to structure my healing in their way, they sent me patients to teach meditation to. <laughs> I was completing my first two-minute assessment, standing assessment, after weeks and weeks of legwork on tilt tables. I was bored with them. <laughs> my imagination dived into the sunset image on the wall and stayed there with my feet planted in the sand, just like Mindle Beach, until the clock stopped ticking at two minutes and I fell on the floor and slept for 17 hours. I got up two days later and I, I took five wobbly, agonising, joyful steps towards the sun. But this wasn't the first time something like this had happened to me. You see, in my first year of living in Darwin, 13 years ago, I experienced a few strange health episodes that baffled local medical practitioners and caused me extreme fatigue. Once, I slept for six weeks in my rented granny flat, grateful for the landlords living above. I managed to stay awake for an hour a day. And the whole thing, the whole six weeks is a blur. In my fifth year, I hurt my backbone, attempting to move a small table in my garden, triggering fatigue and pins and needles down my legs. I couldn't walk for three weeks and it took another five weeks to get back to work. During this time, I was nourished and nurtured back to health by my dear Darwin friends and colleagues, providing my soul with an alternative backbone. I have between six and 15 friends visit me every day, cooking, cleaning, walking my dog Joey, keeping me company. There were dancers, screen printers, shamans, fire twirlers in my garden. <laughs> they made sure I was never alone and never without kind words of wisdom to empower my spine and tattoo their friendship into my hearts. I returned to work, but within a month, I moved back to Sydney to be closer to my family's backbone, our nan, Florence. Six months later, optic neuritis. My left eye was jumping, painful and blind. In 2012, I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. I was 32. Multiple sclerosis is a degenerative neurological disease. Um, that attacks the central nervous system. Of the people diagnosed with MS, 70% are women. Not too long after my diagnosis, I was holding my grandmother in my arms as she passed away. I profoundly understood and recognised the light that had been passed through me and around me by the women, women creating life, women nurturing through death, women with open eyes, and women continuing to laugh. Since walking out of rehab in 2016 with my single point stick, my mobility and strength change regularly, from bed bound to wheelchairs, from furniture surfing, riding my bike again, and working part-time again, and then back down to crawling. They say that after each MS relapse, uh, recovery can continue up to five years. It took me a year to get back to part-time work each time, 
My left eye has recovered sight by about 60 to 70%. I still have nerve and muscle pain, fatigue, difficulty with seeing the colour blue. It's common for temperature and climate to exacerbate MS symptoms. Uh, for me, if it drops below 24 degrees like it does in Sydney, I can't walk. Uh, I spent last winter at home in a onesie trying to light ornamental fires. If it goes above around 37 degrees, I'm not too sure yet. Um, I can't move. Uh, my spine burns and remains burning for days, sometimes weeks. Uh, after, like it did when uh, we made the massive trip across the desert in 45 degree heat in January, uh, relocating ourselves back here to Darwin. It was at strict doctor's orders to follow the sun, uh, to assist in managing my temperature. And sunlight is the body's uh, most efficient source of vitamin D. And that suggests that it might give us some protection against MS and some relapses. So now you can see our shadows shrinking behind us, mine and those that I love, including my dingoes, Joey. As the sun shines bright in front of us and within us. So with an abundance of sunshine setting over the water behind Mandora, an opportunity and space away from the big city lights and the concrete jungle, my story continues with you back here in the top end with some of the best friends imaginable, of which 70% are women. <laughs> <laughs>